Hello there, welcome to a brand new episode of Fortune Podcast, Navigating Life and Relationships. I hope you had an amazing weekend and I hope you enjoyed the previous episode. So I'm super excited for the next couple of episodes on the podcast because we're going to be talking about a lot of things in relation to love and relationships um, because we're in love season. Interesting because every season is actually love season, but um, as we know, February is that month where, you know, everyone just celebrates love. And I hope there's no one listening to this who is, you know, just worried and angry about February being love season. If you don't have a partner, a husband, a boyfriend, you know, that's not important. Just celebrate love, you know, with your friends, with your family. And this is not supposed to be patronizing. It's actually the truth. It's annoying when the world kind of reduces love to just relationships and marriage it's much more than that and i think that the love that even exists in platonic scenes you know is what matters because it's that same love that you transfer into the romantic or erotic love as we see in marriages and yeah relationships so please make sure that this season you know you love yourself and you love the people around you you express it you show it and you do everything that you have to do and not close off just because you might not have a partner so we're going to be talking about dealing with a partner that is not affectionate today and i think it was an important topic because it's something that i've, I've spoken to a lot of women about um over the years right um women who complain like i can't stand how unaffectionate he is I don't like that he's not romantic. I don't like that he's this and he's that. And I think it's a valid concern or a valid worry for a lot of people, especially if you're someone who is very needy. Um, And by needy, I mean not in a sexual sense, but in an affectionate sense. And so I'll start by defining what affection, affectionate means. And from the dictionary, it says someone who is readily showing fondness or tenderness, right? And I think it was important for me to draw like a kind of barrier right from the start before we get into it, because um, it is not an encouragement for people to engage in, um, you know, sexual sin, fornication and all of that. But I do believe that there is a certain level of affection that is required in a relationship between a man and a woman when they are stepping, you know, getting to that level of marriage. So, you know, in that period of courting and into marriage some people can be bothered right and as i'm talking about this in this episode i'm also going to be making reference to myself and my husband um in our period of dating courting and even into marriage and you're going to just see that it is relative for some people like some people are going to listen to this episode and think oh i can't really be bothered if my partner is affectionate or not and some other people it is a deal breaker for them because maybe they're just used to affection and it's just a need that they have and so the important thing always at the end of the day is to know the partner that you are with and dating and you know try to adjust yourself to please that person because at the end of the day that is what love is it's a lot of sacrifice required sometimes denying ourselves for the peace and the pleasure of the person that we are with especially when it's something negligible like just showing affection right so we're going to get right into it when you are dealing with an affectionate part sorry a partner that is not affectionate what do you do number one i wanted to start by saying that it is not a red flag at least for the first couple of months i believe that you do not throw away the baby with the bathing water and i would explain that 
you hear a lot of young girls and young women saying that because he's not affectionate or he's not romantic i can't continue with this she doesn't show or the guy saying she doesn't show any kind of affection towards me how do i know that she loves me i think it's important for us to know that there are reasons behind why a person might not be affectionate and before you understand that reason if you go ahead and take action adverse action that might even lead to the end of that relationship it might end up backfiring on you because you now end up seeing that this is something that i could have catered to this is something that i could have thought the person but because you were impatient you let the person go with all of the other good and green flags that the person has so i thought it was important to first of all state right from the start so that a partner not being affectionate isn't a red flag no matter how needy you have a person for affection it is not a red flag as we go through the other points you would see why i said this and how to cater for it if it's not a red flag then how do i deal with it so number one know that it is not a red flag at least for the first couple of months so please do not store away the baby with the bathing water number two I think it's important that you walk with them, be patient and walk with them. Because like I said earlier, it might be due to their backgrounds. You're going to find that some people grew up in homes where they did not see affection. Some people, it might be their first relationships and they do not know how to express these kind of feelings or emotions. And in times like that, all they need is someone who is going to be patient and walk through it with them. Now, going back to myself, between myself and my partner, I'm the one who isn't affectionate. And it's not something that I'm proud to say because actually I've actually got a length from you know our cutting period up until marriage. And I'll tell you why. So I think I grew up very um independent not because I didn't have people to depend on, but I just think it was something with my person. You know, I've always been very um, bold, daring, and I just became very independent. I like to do things for myself. And that kind of sipped into even my expression of emotions. And a lot of my friends, if there's anything that my friends have told me over the years, it is that Ruby, you need to be a bit more empathetic. You need to express your emotions a lot more. And I totally agree with them because as I grew, I even feel like the Holy Spirit started to convict me about it because one thing that we see with our lord and savior jesus was that he was a very compassionate and empathetic person so i cannot say i have jesus in me and i'm not empathetic and empathy and compassion even find them expressions in affection which is why you will see that Jesus wept or he Bible says that he was moved with compassion where he when he saw people in certain situations and that compassion alone moved him into action and so for me it was just as a result of um, the person that I had become or I had seen myself like in my head, right? And so I was not a very affectionate partner. So when I w- met my partner, um, Nelson, my husband now, um, he is very expensive like he's full of expression he's very affectionate he's he he is a a romantic i would define him as a romantic and it was at first i I think he just let me off the hook he didn't talk much about it he didn't complain much because we were friends and even when we started a relationship he would just make little remarks here and there about it but he was very patient with me now one thing i've seen with people in relationship is before you know it you begin to mirror each other And by that, I mean, you begin to learn things from the person that you are with. A lot of times, it's even unconscious. It's later where you dip it that you see that, oh, I started saying this because my partner says it a lot. So I started doing this because I realized my partner likes it. Do you understand? So because he was patient with me, 
and he got to understand that you know this girl has gone through her life just seeing herself as this independent woman and then suddenly um she's faced with someone who is willing to partner with her and work with her and you know someone who's happy to bear whatever burdens with her and so it's going to take some time to unlearn the things that you've learned about yourself over the years and that is why patience is so important when it comes to dealing with people who are not affectionate understand their backgrounds so for me there was nothing about it in my background even though i grew up with it my mom was not the most affectionate person my dad was i grew up with a dad who was so like every single time he called one of the first things he would say a video call he would tell me how beautiful i was at the end he would tell me how much he loved me in text messages all of that my mother only communicated with her actions and you would not miss it you would know that you know when my, i knew my mother loved me but she was very like if i go and hug my mom now the first thing would be resistance before she finally warms up to the hug right and i, I i'm guessing my mom has is the first one in her family and she's always had to be that strong and independent woman and that could be the reason why she not as affectionate but i still saw and experienced affection in my dad you know growing up so it wasn't necessarily a family thing but you're going to find that for some people it is a family thing they grew up in a home where no emotions feelings or expression or, or affection was expressed like at all and if those people grew up in that environment there's every tendency that they will continue to act consistently and if you end up with such a partner it is not reason enough for you to let them go just on that account knowing that they grew up and learned that way meaning that they can also unlearn that and learn a new way hence why it's important that we are patient with partners that appear to not be affectionate so point number two please be patient and walk with them because they might be like that due to reasons that you might not know in time but as you are patient and you probe you're going to see that these and these are the reasons why they act that way number three still on understanding their background you must also be able to understand their language it would help you to walk with them through the process so remember when I was making reference to my mom not being very affectionate, one of the things I said is in as much as she didn't show a lot of affection, she was very, very loving. And I didn't, I did not miss that in her actions. So I learned to live with it in terms of if I wanted to hug or love up on my mom, I would do it, even though at first there might be resistance and then later on she warms up to it. I just learned that, you know, for her, her love language or the way that she expressed her love and her, and her affection was through through action, through action. And I think that is the best way even to express um, affection and love and emotions and all of that and even with my husband today my husband I could just be sitting down my husband just comes wraps his arms around me or he places a kiss on my forehead you know and all of these little actions and it's actually so beautiful so sometimes you need to understand the person's language for example myself because I'm not very affectionate the ways that I express myself and my love to my husband if he could be sleeping and i go and talk in the blanket or he sleeps without covering himself i go talking talk the blanket in around him i take his phone i put it to charge you know i cook a good meal and i serve him and in my own head this is me like showing you how much i love this is my affection to you so over the years and over time that we've been together my husband has learned that my own language my own expression of my own affection may not necessarily be in the you know hugging placing head on placing a kiss on the forehead but i'm still learning that doesn't mean that that has not exonerated me from learning you know how to be 
affectionate or to show that fondness or tenderness okay i'm still learning that but he's also been able to learn the ways that i express that affection and i think that it is so important that for you who thinks your partner is not affectionate there are other ways that they're probably expressing that affection and i think it's unfair to ignore those ways that only focus on the way that you want to receive affection so this is just a challenge for someone observe your partner think through the times where you've been together there has been a way that they have expressed their love and their fondness and their tenderness to you don't throw that away just know that this person is not expressing it in the way that i appreciate it yet but at least they are expressing it in other ways and i think that this is fair now you're going to find that with a lot of men of god i'm a man of god i mean like pastors or people who are in the clergy you're just going to find that a lot of times with these men they would not readily show that fondness or tenderness or affection they are the ones that will do but for the majority they would not it does not mean that these men love you so if you are in a relationship with such a person you need to be patient and calm and walk with them through that process and pay attention to their own ways of expressing affection and then when you understand that you can now begin to you know walk down to redirect them to express it in the way that you appreciate it number four it is important that you show them how to be affectionate to you one of the beautiful things i see about love is that it is a learning school the best thing about marriage i would say is how you get to learn a person learn their love learn learn their language learn everything about them and it's it's interesting because this is the same love that we share with christ the way that we grow in intimacy with god is as we get to know him the more you know about god the more intimate you grow with him okay it's the same way that in marriage the more i know about my husband the more intimate we become vice versa the more he knows about me the more intimate that he becomes with me so it's important that you show them like you teach them i said earlier that my husband is the affectionate person between the two of us and like i said with the way people mirror each other in marriage before you know it that person will begin to catch on learning from you i just pray that you're not with the person who (laughs) who you end up learning from them rather than them learning from you because sometimes if you grow if you grow too frustrated with them not being affectionate you might now learn it and say okay you know what since you're not affectionate i'm not going to be affectionate again and that just begins to starve the intimacy and the love in that relationship no you need to be strong enough to be patient enough to allow the person to learn from you and you do that by actually sharing it okay the best way for someone to learn is to see someone else doing it that's what they say about children in the home They don't say what you tell them. They don't do what you tell them. They do what they see you do. It applies to adults as well, especially adults who are in a love relationship like a marriage or a courting. You know, if a partner sees you doing something long enough, before you know it, they'll start doing it, which is why today I could be walking past my husband and I just hug him from the back. I just plant a kiss on his forehead. We're on the train. I literally just grab his hand and I hold it because this is something that I've seen him do to me through the through the years and through the months you know he just reaches out he just holds me hugs me he just whispers i love you in my ear just something nice you know so what i'm just trying to say is don't get frustrated and stop being the affectionate person rather continue until you see the person latching on and catching and learning these things it might take time but with patience 
consistency and prayer, you will see the results of these things. So please show them how to be affectionate. Finally, number five, talk to them about how you feel in the happy times. Now, one of the things that you don't want to do in a relationship is to weaponize someone's weakness against them, okay? Because what when you're in a love relationship, what you've done is that you've made your yourself very vulnerable to a person. So you've opened yourself bare for a person to see. Now, one of the horrible things that people in love do and they end up in messed up broken homes and relationships is you take that vulnerability that someone has given you and you weaponize it against them please don't ever find yourself in that situation so by this i mean when you are in a heated argument or in a back and forth with your with your partner that is not the time to tell them how not affectionate they are to tell them how somehow they can be when it comes to love and their expressions and feelings no if you ever want to bring up this conversation with your partner about how unaffectionate you think they are make sure it is at a time where you both are in a relaxed and happy place so that you know that they are not seeing it as an attack rather as a point of correction that you think that they can take on so i found that even through my relationship like i said initially from the first years of my relationship with my husband it, he was very like tolerant of it he actually didn't complain about it but as we started to walk towards marriage i see i saw how he would just you know organize when we had like date nights or any of those things he would just sit it in and say i wish you'd do this more or i wish you would show me i wish i could feel a lot more um affection from you and because of the times that he chose to tell me these things i was a lot more open and receptive of them because i didn't see it as an attack rather i saw it as feedback to do better and i was determined to actually do better because i saw that yeah this person just wants you know more of me more of a better me and so i was willing to adjust to that you know so it matters as well the times you bring up these issues with your partner it has to be at a time where you are both level-headed both calm and both happy so that the person doesn't see it as an attack rather as feedback so it is important the timing that you decide to tell your partner that you do not feel that they are affectionate just a bonus point because i've gone through the five points already pray with it with them and also individually tell god about it there's anything i know that god listens to when his children come and they cry out to him the confidence that we have as sons as children of god is that our father hears us and that's one of the most exciting parts about christianity we know that our father hears us so please take it to the lord in prayer you know even as you talk to your partner about it and also pray with them about it there's nothing that cannot be unlearned people learn things and they become things so they can also unlearn it and become something else so please be patient with these few points of mine i hope i've been able to convince you that dealing with an unaffectionate partner isn't the end of the world and it is something that can be turned around that can be changed and i pray that you are patient to walk through that phase with your partner up until the time where you both feel like yes this is where i was headed this is what i wanted and both of you are satisfied this is just a caveat i wanted to add if you're with someone who is not showing affection and you have seen that there is no evidence of this person willing to learn and show this affection this is a time where you have and reserve every right to decide to walk away especially if it's something that you know that you cannot deal with forever if you are dealing with a partner who 
you are crying and the person literally shows no emotions even after you've told them severally that hey when i'm in this position this is what i would appreciate you doing that just shows a partner who is not listening to you and is not respectful of your feedback to them and that can only be a reflection of other bigger things so this is my just be a minute thing but it means that when bigger things arise and you feedback to this person this person might not listen and take on this feedback and that is problematic so i started by saying that it is not a red flag but i continue to say at least in the first couple of months it becomes a red flag if it's something that you've constantly brought off brought up and the person has constantly shut down or ignored and has refused to change if you do not see change in a person over time please you reserve a right to make that decision to walk away and no one will hold it against you so bear that caveat in mind thank you so much for listening to this week's podcast this is fortune man podcast navigating life and relationships love and light bye